Apple getting rid of the port in the next iPhone. In this video, I'm going over one of the most consistent, persistent rumors about the upcoming iPhone 13, or just whatever Apple calls a 2021 iPhone, that at least one model won't have a lightning port. No, it's not going USB-C like the iPads have been, it's just going away, period, Bye bye But why though? Well, hit that subscribe button and bell, and let's do this. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. I love this framing by Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD. They try to solve the problem that is caused by the thing they got rid of, and probably charge you for it. And two, they will always try to justify on stage why they got rid of that thing. So solve and justify. That's exactly what Apple did back in 2016 when they deleted the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack right off the iPhone 7. Sure. HTC had a bunch of phones without headphone jacks a decade before Apple did it, including the very first Android phone. But when Apple does it, because they drive so much product, they also drag whole entire market. Apple's pitch was that the 3.5 millimeter jack was an old, outdated unitasker, and that we were heading into a better, brighter, more truly wireless world. Hence, AirPods. Same with the home button. Apple first made it virtual, gave us a taptic engine, then made it just disappear and then gave us edge-to-edge -edge displays with gesture navigation, something else that's become entirely widespread in the market. Apple even deleted the AC adapter in the latest iPhone box and gave us MagSafe instead, now sold separately and expensively. And after mocking them for a hot second, Samsung and Xiaomi, and probably others, are utterly, shamelessly just following that along as well. What's going to be there? solve and justify what's going to be their solution to getting rid of the lightning port and what's going to be their reason that they tell us for getting rid of the lightning port you know i think it's a few things really first is the exact same reason as the headphone jack and the home button and that's just to reduce the potential for hardware failures which which sounds silly if you've never had the problem but people still get their phones wet and then still plug them in and so they still cause corrosion and short circuits and it's something apple can solve for so it'll reduce support incidents and yeah, get just all the standard bodies and regulators just all the way off their back about not using USB-C because they won't be using anything. Second reason is lightning is just starting to age out. We had a decade with the 30 pin dock connector before Apple switched to lightning in 2012. And now we're at almost a decade of lightning. So it is time to switch again. And lightning was great for its time. It beat USB-C to market by several years and literally let Apple make the iPhone 5 as thin as it was. But now it just doesn't have any real advantages anymore. Apple hasn't even bothered to up the base data transfer speeds from ye old USB 2.0 of yore, except on older iPads Pro, which have now switched to USB-C, which weird. Third reason is it continues Apple's push into the truly wireless future, which they ostensibly began with the 12 inch MacBook in 2015 and continued with the AirPods in 2016 and inductive charging in 2017. It absolutely, absolutely trades speed and efficiency for convenience, but Apple also absolutely seems to think that's a fair trade. And based on AirPods and inductive charger sales, many of us just seem to agree. Same with data transfer, which Apple has been pushing towards wireless even longer since iCloud made the iPhone PC free in 2011 and everything from AirDrop to AirPlay have made us just positively giddy over accepting the same speed and efficiency for convenience trade-off as inductive charging. 
But going portless, going completely portless, still raises a ton of questions, which I know because of all the questions all of you have been asking in the comments and on Twitter every time I bring it up. How will Apple handle existing accessories, including CarPlay? Okay, so when Apple switched from the 30-pin dock to the lightning connector in 2012, they just didn't have adapters or extras ready to go at launch. And it was a huge problem because if you lost or damaged the one and only cable that came in your iPhone box, that was it for you, done. Useless iPhone until those adapters and extras finally showed up in stores a week or so later. But at least at that point, you could get those adapters and not just for the dock, but for all sorts of connectors like HDMI and accessories like mics and SD card readers. Going through another transition like that has been one of the major arguments against going USB-C. Just hundreds of millions of mainstream iPhone owners that if you change their ports again, they will cut you. So imagine what they'll do if you don't just change those ports, but delete them, especially people who use CarPlay, because they may tolerate having to buy a new charger, but not having to buy a new car. Even though the wireless version of CarPlay is slowly becoming more and more available, the OG wired version isn't going anywhere for at least a decade. That is just the speed of the automotive industry. And Apple could offer a lightning to Bluetooth adapter, like some companies do already for the AirPods, or maybe even a MagSafe adapter that can handle more data than just what color your case is for the charge animation, something closer to the smart connector on the iPad Pro. But no matter what, Apple needs to have a good answer for this before they delete a single atom more. And if you agree, drop a like below. Will deleting the lightning port improve iPhone security? And I think yes. And also no, because we've seen physical access be translated into digital access just numerous times over the years. Compromised accessories, quote unquote, evil houseworker attacks, and people trying to trick users into plugging into malicious charging terminals. That's the entire reason why Apple added the Do You Trust pop-up to iOS a few years ago. And likewise, the companies that collect and sell iOS exploits also lease or sell boxes that try to break in over a hard wire. But removing that access won't suddenly make the iPhone intrusion-proof because we've recently seen significant hacks delivered wirelessly as well. Depending on the existence and effectiveness of adapters, though, it may reduce, slow down, or even eliminate at least some of the wired ones. And if and when Apple gets an illegitimate search and seizure request demanding they help break into a device, they can answer in their most favorite way possible. It's not that they won't do it, it's that they can't do it. What about special and new features? Just like losing the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack gave us AirPods, there are some interesting things Apple could do with portless iPhones. For example, swim-proofing, just like the Apple Watch. Now, Apple has been increasing water resistance steadily over the last few years, but they've also gotten into very hot water for how they've been marketing and not warrantying it. But if they delete the lightning port and add one of those fancy water ejecting systems to the speaker, like they did on the Apple Watch, maybe they could go full on swim proof. And then, then, and I know this is bordering completely on fanfic, but stay with me for a second. Because this is an iPhone, they could add a computational photography mode that tries to give you the best underwater pictures and video possible. And well, that just markets itself. That would be really interesting. I, my dad works in IT and he's had to try to solve a lot of these camera problems. And that's another one that, that I think would be really hard. But if anyone can do it, maybe it's Apple. What about restore and DFU mode? 
And this is where things get tricky, maybe. Because currently, when a software update or something else goes wrong, you have to plug into iTunes or the Finder and factory reset and reload your iPhone. And just what would you plug into without a plug to into? The Apple Watch and Apple TV both have hidden ports. The Apple Watch, a mini lightning, and the Apple TV, a USB-C port. But they're only meant for an Apple Care technician to use. And as frustrating as it is to have to take or send in your watch or TV for servicing, it'll be even more frustrating to have to do that with the phone you depend on just all day, every day. But Apple also has just introduced something really cool with the M1 Max a couple of months ago. It's basically a minimal separate macOS environment in a hidden container that lets you reinstall macOS, even macOS recovery, if and when you need to. Could that work for an iPhone with iOS and a form of iOS recovery utility and internet restore on board? I mean, I hope so. I've prepared for anything, everything going wrong with my YouTube account because all my videos are also on Nebula and with no ads and many of them with extra bonus content. Nebula, of course, is the streaming platform I'm building along with my education creator friends like Legal Eagle, who is just crushing it right now, by the way. Also, Ali Abdal, Braincraft, Thomas Frank, and so many more. It's a place where we can put up extended and bonus content without having to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate, watch time, or the algorithm, even ads. And you can find full-length versions of my chats with iJustine, Jonathan Morrison, John Gruber, Walt Mossberg, MKBHD, and more. Also, all of my videos completely ad-free, including Apple Talk my new Psychology of Technology podcast with psychotherapist Georgia Dow, which has a bonus topic only available on Nebula. So I know what you're thinking. What does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the best documentaries on the internet, they love educational content and thoughtful creators. And so we worked out this deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream using the link in the description, not only will you get CuriosityStream, you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And because they've just extended their special holiday offer, CuriosityStream is over 40% off right now. That's less than $12 a year and an even better absolute best deal in streaming. So click the link in the description and get CuriosityStream for over 40% off and Nebula for free. Or you can go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly for less than $12 a year. Just click the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. And clicking on that link just really helps out the channel. For a ton more on iPhone 13, click on the playlist above. I'm going through all the leaks, doing all the in-depth analysis, making all the explainers. So click the link in the playlist and I'll see you next video.